last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, the strength of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Behold, I show you a mystery, something formerly not known, something formerly not declared, something that had not been understood clearly and explicitly. Something also that we will not understand, that we will not find through the exercise of our human reason, but rather something which requires uh, a revelation from uh, God. Uh, the Bible speaks of certain things as uh, mysteries. Uh, Romans 11.25 speaks of the mystery of the blindness of Israel, the people of God, the people of the Old Testament, how that as a group, as a group, they would reject, while others, the Gentiles, would uh, accept. And that this would be the case for uh, a time. The Bible speaks of the incarnation of Christ as a uh, mystery. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. The Bible speaks of the unity of Christ and the church as a mystery. Ephesians chapter 5 Verse 30, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the, and the uh, church. Also, Colossians chapter 1 speaks of Christ in you, the hope of uh, glory. We are not speaking of uh, the word mystery as some people use it, especially in traditional churches. We are not speaking of uh, the word mystery in that way. It is a spiritual truth that formerly was not known clearly, formerly had not been declared explicitly. شيء روحي حقيقة معينة الرب بوقت من الأوقات لم يعلن عنا بكل وضوح وبشكل كامل لكن إجا وقت لا تظهر هذه الحقيقة وأن تعرف بطريقة أوضح من ما قبل. So this is what uh, we are speaking uh, uh, of. I show you a mystery. Corinthians uh, 1, Isaiah 15, and 51. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. ليس الجميع سيموت. لأنه راح يكون في مؤمنين أحياء عند مجيء المسيح باختطافه وهؤلاء يأخذهم المسيح معه دون أن يختبروا الموت 
the ones, the believers who are alive at the time of the coming of the Lord Jesus in the rapture, these will be taken. We who are alive and remain, First Thessalonians chapter 4, نَحْنُ الْأَحْيَاءَ الْبَاقِينَ نُخْطَطَفْ مَعْهُمْ And so we shall not all sleep. We shall not all sleep. لَسْنَا جَمِيعُنَا نَرْقُدْ لَكِنْ جَمِيعُنَا نَتَغَيَّرْ uh, we will all be uh, uh, changed. We will all be changed. And so the change uh, from a regular body to a glorified body, التغيير من الجسد العادي إلى الجسد المؤجد, لا يتطلب حكماً أن الإنسان يموت. It does not require a person to pass away this transformation. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Uh, Remember that the Corinthians had a problem with the idea of the resurrection of the believer. عندهم فكرة أنه المؤمن رح يقوم بيقوم إلى حياة حياة كأنه حياة تانية مثل حياته الأولى وجسد تاني مثل جسده الأول a second life like their first life second body like their first body and then questions arose concerning how can this physical body be in a spiritual place in heaven how can this physical body uh, interact with God who is a spirit كيف ممكن هالجسد يلي هو مادي انه يكون بمكان روحي سما وبشركة مع الله هناك قيامي ومع هذه القيامي مش بيرجع مثلا لعازر مثل مكان لعازر now that was a resurrection and a great miracle but it wasn't but the resurrection of the believer is not the resurrection of Lazarus coming back and having the same body. The resurrection of the end times is compared to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, rising with a body that is somehow the same, but at the same time quite different. قيامه المؤمن بنهايه الازمنه تشبه بقيامه الرب يسوع المسيح جسد هو نفس الجسد لكن بنفس الوقت جسد مختلف جسد مختلف so we will not all sleep but we will all be changed but we will all be changed now some people take a statement like this and they say look paul expected that the coming of the Lord Jesus in the rapture, the coming of the Lord Jesus in the rapture would be during his time. Uh, 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 we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Look at First Thessalonians chapter uh, 4. Uh, the same uh, uh, statement is made. First Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 17. We who are alive and remain, I already mentioned it. نَحْنُ الْأَحْيَاءِ and so sometimes people say, oh, we who are alive and remain, we shall not all sleep. Paul expected the Lord Jesus to come in his lifetime. And of course this did not happen. 
And now what does this create? What's coming up next? The Bible is not accurate. الكتاب ليس دقيق لأنه بولس توقع أنه يجي المسيح ضمن حياته ما أجا But this is a conclusion that is not sound هيدا استنتاج والاستنتاج ليس بمحله The use of the word we is being interpreted in a particular way. استخدام كلمة نحن هوني المفسر عم يفسرها بطريقة معينة. Look with me at First uh, Corinthians six and verse fourteen. First Corinthians six and verse fourteen. And God has both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by His power. So in 1 Corinthians 6.14, Paul the Apostle speaks in a way where he is identifying himself with those who will be raised. With those who will be raised. Corinthians 6.14, well, he does not only speak as if he is of the group which will not die. Second uh, Corinthians 4.14, same thing. Second Corinthians 4.14. Corinthians 4.14. Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. يلي أقام المسيح سيقيمنا أيضا من خلال المسيح. And so he identifies with the group which will die and rise again in 2 Corinthians 4:14. مرة تانية يضع مصيبه إذا جاز التعبير مع الجماعة يلي رح يموتوا ورح يقوموا. And notice one verse where he says both things. <laughs> uh, one verse where he says both things, which is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. Thessalonians 5, verses 9 and 10. We'll add it to 9 Notice carefully verse 10, but we'll start reading in verse 9. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. All right? So, here and there you will hear people say, Oh, Paul expected to be among those who are alive at the coming of Christ in the rapture. This opens the door to an attack upon the accuracy, the inerrancy of the, uh, of the Bible. All right? Paul said we with regard to one matter, and he also said we with regard to another matter. قال نحن بالنسبة للذين يختطفوا دون اختبار الموت وقال نحن أيضا بالنسبة للذين سيقامون من الموت 
فاذا هيدي مش جازمه ولا حاسمه باتجاه او باخر this does not point in one direction or the other uh, with uh, necessity uh, with necessity we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed notice again that the emphasis is on the uh, resurrection of the uh, believer النقطة الأساسية اللي عم بيركز عليها قيامة الإنسان المؤمن ما عم يتكلم هون بسرد عن الأزمنة الأخيرة وعن تسلسل أحداث التي ستأتي ضمن الأزمنة الأخيرة He is not speaking of the end times in a panoramic comprehensive way and this will happen and then that will happen and then that will happen right? There are other passages more than one passage in the Bible where the end times are discussed in that manner. Here, the emphasis is on what? The resurrection of the believer that it will happen. قيامة المؤمن هي الموضوع اللي عم يشدد عليه وعم يتناوله وأنه هذه هذا الأمر هو حقيقة هو حقيقة. It will happen. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Uh, all be changed. Other places, he speaks about uh, the end times in this letter. Uh, uh, the chapter 3, a uh, couple of places. Again, somewhat in passing. First uh, Corinthians 3, 8, the end of the verse. It says, the one who waters and the one who plants, everyone will receive his own reward. And then in the same chapter, it speaks about what? Uh, the foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. This is 1 Corinthians 3.11. No other foundation. And then it speaks about building on this foundation. Some who have this foundation build with gold, silver, precious stones. Some who have this foundation build with wood, hay, and stubble. And then it says that the time will come when works will be tested and there will be a reward. سيأتي وقت بيكون في امتحان لأعمال المؤمن مش امتحان من ناحية الخلاص لأنه الخلاص يستند إلى الأساس والمقطع واضح حتى اللي ما عنده أعمال منيحة يخلص The one who does not have good works does not have gold, silver, precious stones the passage says he will be saved as by fire he will be saved and so there is a mention here of things pertaining to the end times. Also in 1 Corinthians 6, Corinthians 6, the believers and their role in judging the world and in judging angels, that also is something that relates to the end times. 1 Corinthians 15, the basic thrust, the basic message has to do with the resurrection of the believer. الموضوع هو قيامة المؤمن يلي هو طبعا أمر يتعلق بالأزمين الأخيرة بس من نبولس بالوقت الحالي وبهذا المقطع بوارد إنه يعطي نوع من تسلسل الأحداث. He is not here dealing with the end times uh, in a way which focuses on a sequence of events other passages uh, uh, do uh, that. Uh, this change will happen in a twinkling of an eye. 
in a twinkling of uh, an eye. Bilamhet uh, ayn, in a moment. This is the Greek word, I mentioned it last time, atomos, from which we get atom, which means the smallest possible thing that you can imagine. الشيء الأصغر يلي واحد ممكن يتصور وهيدي هي الكلمة باليوناني اللي بتعطي كلمة ذرة كلمة أتم أصغر شيء بلحظة مش ساعة مش مش نص ساعة مش 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 دقيقة بلحظة بأصغر وقت وأقصر وقت ممكن إنه الإنسان يتصوره in the shortest time that anyone can think of or imagine in the blinking of an eye. All right? Some people have timed the blinking of an eye and some people will tell you I don't know how long it takes. I should have looked it up. But in, in a moment. In a moment. In the blinking, in the twinkling of uh, uh, an eye. Uh, an eye. Uh, at the last uh, uh, at the last uh, trumpet. Uh, it says... Uh, look with me at Matthew 24 and verse 31. Matthew 24 and verse 31. The Bible says, And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. يرسل ملائكته بصوت بوق عظيم وبيجمع المختارين من من زوايا الأرض الأربع من من مكان إلى مكان في كل العالم. First Thessalonians chapter four and verse sixteen. تسلنيك الأولى أصحاح أربعة والعدد ستاش For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God ببوق الله and the dead in Christ shall rise first the dead in Christ shall rise first So we see the mention of a trumpet ذكر للبوق الرب نفسه ينزل من السماء بهتاف بصوت رئيس الملائكة وببوق الله The trumpet is mentioned 1 Thessalonians 4.16 mentioned Matthew 24.31 mentioned of course in our passage as well in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last Trumpet. Now, if we go back to the Old Testament, uh, we could consider, we could uh, look at more than one passage where the sound of a trumpet uh, is associated with a very special presence of God and working of God, manifestation uh, of God. صوت البوق أحيانا يقترن بحضور الله وجود الله وعمل إليه خاص جدا. For instance, Exodus 19, which has to do with what? 
has to do with Mount Sinai. The appearance of the Lord on the mount and the giving of the law, Zuhur, Rabb ala al Jabal, wa Ata al Nemus. Exodus 19, let's just read two verses there. Exodus 19, 13. There shall not an hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through, whether it be beast or man. It shall not live when the trumpet sounds long. They shall come. They shall come up to the mount. Also in Exodus 19, verse 16, uh, the second half of the verse says, The voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud, so that all the people that were in the camp trembled. Uh, All the people who were in the camp uh, trembled. The book of Hebrews tells us that Moses himself uh, trembled. Musa nafsu irtajaf ma'akawnu shakhas rabkain zaharlu sabi'an akhtar min marra. That's Exodus 19, towards the end of the Old Testament, the book of Zechariah, uh, another mention of trumpets, Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 14, Zechariah Sah Tisha wa al-Adad Arbatash. And the Lord shall be seen over them, and his arrow shall go forth like the lightning, and the Lord uh, God shall blow the trumpet and shall go with whirlwinds of the south, with whirlwinds of uh, the south. In fact, there was a feast, it was one of the lesser known feasts uh, of the Old Testament times. كان في عيد ضمن إزاجازة عبير الرزنامة الدينية للشعب في العهد القديم. نحن منعرف الأعياد الكبيرة, يمكن العيد الأكبر هو عيد الفصح. Uh, the, maybe the most notable uh, feast was Passover. Uh, Pentecost followed that. Eid uh, al-Khamsin, kamen min al-ayyad al-ma'rufi. The Feast of Tabernacles, Eid al-Midal, where they were supposed to leave their houses and they were supposed to live outside their houses a few days to remember the days in the wilderness. كانوا مفروض بعيد المضال أن يعيشوا خارج بيوتهم لأيام معدودة أسبوع ليتذكروا فترة الشعب البري في يوم الكفارة The Day of Atonement Another special day So one of the lesser known feasts There was something called the Feast of Trumpets عيد الأبواق عيد الأبواق It was a time uh, it was a time when, uh, again, like other feast days, no work, time of worship, time of sacrifice, and with the playing of trumpets, people would be called to do what? Basically, to gather together to worship the Lord. To gather together to uh, worship uh, uh, the Lord. Uh, in some sense, uh, the resurrection, First Corinthians 15, is a great gathering together a great gathering together uh, to worship the Lord, to bring him uh, uh, glory. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, the trumpet shall sound, 
The dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. The corruptible must put on incorruption. The mortal must put on immortality. This is what uh, the Bible uh, speaks of. So the Corinthians need to think biblically, not according to the customs and culture of uh, their time. There were people, the Greeks, did not think much of the resurrection of the body. In fact, it was not something that they held to mostly. Among the Jews, there were some people, the Sadducees, who denied the resurrection. There are ideas from here and there all the time. There are ideas from here and there. But the truth is not public opinion poll. الحق لا يتحدد بشو باستطلاع رأي. Let God be true, the Bible says, and every man a liar. So Corinthians, you need to remember. You need to remember what the Bible says. What the Bible says. He will quote shortly. It will come to pass the saying, Isaiah 25 and verse 9, that death will be swallowed up in victory. Uh, uh, o death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Which is a bit of a paraphrase of a statement found in Hosea. And so Isaiah has spoken, and Hosea has spoken, and they are not speaking of their own, but we believe that they are speaking a truth, a truth that comes from, uh, from God. And so set aside, you know, Greek culture thinks this, or some other culture thinks this, or some other person here or there has their own ideas. I am not saying that people are forbidden to have their own ideas. Everybody is free to have their own ideas. All right? I am free to believe that gravity pulls me up. All right? No one should punish me for holding that belief. But at the same time, it's a belief that's incorrect. <laughs> and so, uh, and so uh, we should remember always uh, that we have God's word. We have a declaration uh, from God. Behold, I show you this thing so that you will know it, so that you will know the truth. I remind you of what has been said before, which has to do with this question. This is the truth that the believer will rise again. Will rise uh, uh, again. If not, he said earlier in the chapter, we are of all men most miserable. If there is no resurrection, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and has become the first fruits. Not the only one. He has become the first fruits. And death will be destroyed. It is an enemy. Death is an accomplice of sin, a consequence of sin. And for God's children, the believers, to remain in death is in effect a defeat for the Lord Jesus Christ. He will not be defeated. He will triumph in all things. As it says in the chapter, and we saw this already, the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. 
is, uh, is death. Christ the first fruits, uh, and he will triumph uh, in all things. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, your word. We thank you for these things revealed unto us through your word so that we can know, can know in a way that rests upon not theorizing and supposition and opinions of uh, men, but rather upon a word from God. We pray that uh, you would help us to know that in Christ, in believing in him, in trusting in him, there is the hope of eternity, spirit, soul, and body, and body as well. We thank you because your word tells us that what you have promised is not yea and nay, but rather yea and amen. Not maybe, but certainly. We pray that you would help us to remember that this world is going to pass away and that so many things that now seem to be important will be gone. Help us to set our hearts upon the truth, upon your will, your word, serving you and living for you. Help us to know what are those things that are of eternal worth? In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.